Welcome to this might be a podcast. <laughs> it's it's a podcast about they might be giants. I'm Greg. He's Tom, and we're talking about. All alone, all by myself is the full title. The, is that the official title on the the wiki? Yep, all alone, right. comma, all by myself, and this one's five seconds long. So they that really was... start like picking up, like getting to a really fast clip here after those long twelve second songs. Yeah, they really. Um, well, it's kind of like us too, getting through this as they as they get shorter, so do we. Is this who's on this? Is this is this Linnell singing? <clears throat> yes, this is Linnell, and then harmonizing himself, and then keyboard. We haven't dropped in any clips of them doing it in a while. Um, is it worth it on a five second song? <laughs> I say do it. <laughs> it's only five seconds. We got time. Okay, so I think I'm going to do the one that's from. We played some last time from the gigantic. The concert that was that was filmed, I think, for Gigantic, or it was a bonus video on Gigantic. So from uh, 2000. Oh, he changed up. Yeah, yeah. I like the little adjustment on melody there. I wonder if he got bored playing the same way all the time. So we changed it up for the DVD. Probably they're always changing the way they're doing yeah. their songs. Yeah. No, that's what's really cool about them. Too, I'm right? surprised Flansbury didn't harmonize them though. It's hard to play this song live. Um, and I think when they wrote it, they were probably never intending to actually do that. And then probably by, not. Yeah. by popular demand, they're like, okay, we got to figure out how to freaking do this. And, um, and I wonder there, like, uh, you know, one side of me is like, what the hell? Why didn't Flansbury uh, harmonize that? But then the other side of me is thinking like, if I was doing that, like, it's just one line. Like, why bother? Yeah. So then, so I'm conflicted. It's like, it's like, you know, it's because fl- if Flansburg, like, all of a sudden he's not, you know, fully paying attention, he's too far away from the mic, then he's missed it. And it's so short. Don't they like have to take a pause because the next set? Because I think when I've seen them do it live, like one does one and then the other does the other. So maybe they just kind of pretty much take a breath so they can, but they're professionals. So maybe they don't need a breath. No, no breathing. They use they use inward inward singing. <laughs> Are you a Tenacious D fan? <laughs> no, I, I, I no. never heard. It. I don't know that reference. He, he, well, you know Jack Black, uh, Tenacious D, right? Yeah. So he, there's this little skit on the first album about how he's like, now I can keep rocking and never stop. I've invented this new technique it's called inward singing. <laughs> Then you're 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 singing out, but then when you're breathing, you're still singing while you're breathing in. And then he goes like, uh, "Now I'm fucking singing and I'm fucking loving. I'm fucking singing and I'm loving. I'm like fucking And then I start some lyrics and you can't believe I'm singing and I'm never fucking stopping and I'm always fucking singing. And now you know that I will never stop the fucking singing. I'm like a fucking woman band. I'm like a and I can sing like that all fucking night. Wow. It wasn't really nonstop, though. There was a slight... Ah, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to have to listen to that. Dude, that first in HD, um, that is uh, just don't... I mean, I guess your teenagers have heard a lot of bad language, but it's full yeah, of they've, bad language. They've, 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 they, they hear stuff that... When I was that age, I would not play in front of my parents. Well, I told you, I wouldn't even be allowed in my house. Like they listen to things. They listen to hip hop stuff. My my son does. Yeah, my son's big into rap. 
and he will be on the radio. He will be, he'll take a take over the radio in the car, and he's like, "Motherfucking pussy!" Blah blah blah. Like, what I, I'm just gonna stare straight ahead. I'm not even gonna acknowledge that I'm gonna see this. I I don't really listen to too much hip hop, but I listen to like Kanye West, that Twisted Dark Fantasy. I think it's a pretty good sure. record. What am I gonna? I, I listen to it too. What am I gonna say? No, turn that off. Yeah, so. Outcast is my favorite, and I'm. I wish they would come back. Yeah, they made. Uh, what was that record? That concept record that they made. Well, there's the the double album that was the uh, love uh, love below and speaker box. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, like 2003. That's like, yeah, that's uh, that's good stuff. Yep. I mean, hey, yeah, uh, that was like. I mean, that song is like it's got rapping in it, but like my my band at the time, we my rock band at the time, we covered that. And had like trumpets doing the keyboard lines and stuff like that. It was pretty fun. Yeah, that's a great song. I mean, yeah, I, 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 that came out like what two thousand two, two thousand three. Two thousand three, I, I think that yeah, was the biggest song for like a few years there. It was, and when it came out, I got I got so sick of listening to it. Where I was working at the time, they played top forty radio. Sure, I hate that stuff, but I, you know, it's a good song. And then um, I went back then, to it a couple of years later. I said, oh yeah, this is all right. It's so you yeah. Don't have to hear it seven times a day right 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 and then yeah probably the the hit off the big boy the speaker box one was um i like the way you move that was a good one too the punknews.org the site that you know that hosts this podcast um i've written for them for forever and i'm i'm doing this whole putting this whole thing together we're doing a cumulative list of our top 100 albums of 2000 to 2009 yeah and Stankonia snuck in at like 98 or something. And I was so excited that that I think it was the only rap record that made the entire, I mean, this is a punk and rock yeah. website primarily, but Stankonia snuck in there. Cause it was, it was on my hundred and it must've been on a couple others. That's oh, a great record. Oh, so good. In a while. I gotta, I gotta check that out. There's just so much stuff to listen to. So many hits like bombs over Baghdad. That is like, if you want to be like going ape shit, that is uh it's like, the most punk rock rap song I've ever heard. It's like the drums just it's like so bonkers. What the hell are we talking about? Is that the one we're doing? I'm getting lost. We're going down these uh, tangents. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm trying. I'm, we're talking about other bands here. Is that allowed on this podcast? Yes, tangents okay. are encouraged. But with, right. with this particular project, I feel like we're really these episodes are going to be very lopsided. There were a couple there that are like three minutes and then these other ones we start talking about catholicism and it's like 10 minutes really deep conversations inspired by they might be giants definitely well i would i would say how are yeah. you gonna, are, what no i was gonna say how are you gonna release this one by one the poor listeners didn't i well yeah that, well that was the gag so what i'm thinking is that so right it's gonna come out the the week of april 1st april fool's and I think at least like the first like five or six, it'll be like, so our, our, the, the way it works, the guy that the, the two guys that kind of run the, the nuts and bolts of this site, the, uh, the feed, the podcast feed updates at 1 PM and 1 AM. So I'm thinking like starting on April 1st, like when they wake up, they're like, Oh, there's a new episode and it's, everything is catching on fire. Huh? I wonder if they're going to talk about all the fingertips. Wait, it's only, it's only it's 10 only, minutes long. Yeah. I mean, the first one is longer, I think, because we, we kind of talk about your, uh, that one's more of a substantial chunk because we talk yeah. about your fandom and stuff. Yep. And then it just kind of ends and they're like, obviously they're going to talk about the whole song, but then we just stop. <laughs> <laughs> so then at 1 PM would be, you know, fingertips banjo. Cool. 
Yeah, and then and then at one a.m. the next day would be hear the wind blow, and then one p.m. the next day, hey now everybody, <laughs> and just like throughout the week, and then and then maybe once you get to like number eight, maybe I'll just String lump them, them all together. together. I hey, don't know. It's your I podcast. You do it, do it how you want. You call the shots. It just seems like something that they might be giants would do, just to like yeah. mess with people. I don't know. Just like this is a ridiculous thing, and we're gonna see it to the end. <laughs> I'm giving all alone a 6.5. Maybe we should start stringing them together, though. What do you think about the blue thing? What's that blue thing doing here? What's that blue thing? The blue thing? Didn't we say it's, um, we said it's a, I thought it was like a slug or a snail. What? No, you're thinking of that's, that's his new friend. Is this, is this the same slug making a reappearance? Oh, that's right. Um, you're getting lost in your own story I'm here. Lost in my own. I, you know what? I don't know. That's I. I. I thought it was. I thought it was the same person in my okay. mind. The same person singing. Okay, because that was um, seven songs ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, the slug he found under his pillow. The blue thing. I don't know what the blue thing is. Like I'm thinking, like, is it like a condom or a tampon or something? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, the blue. Yeah, how it was a pregnancy test. Yeah, oh, that's that. That's a good one too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think the blue thing is? <laughs> I I think I'm sticking with that. I just came up the I top like of my it. dome. I like it. Yeah. Though so I'm looking at the interpretations because I figured this one would have some good ones. Um. And there's some that are just hilarious, like, why did people even submit this? In 2005, someone said, John wonders what that blue thing is doing here. What exactly here is, is unclear. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that a joke, or is it just, what? And then, but then Interpretation 2, this is a song about creationism, and God's first words after the apparently unintended creation and subsequent discovery of the planet Earth, because I guess, you know, we're a great blue planet oh, of water that's cool that's, so it's god like that. saying what's that blue thing doing here but I then really like that then we scroll down a little like bit a booming voice too. Like, yeah it that. does it does but then this guy thinks uh then again it could be a parable about the birth of cookie monster <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if cookie monster was born blue i thought that you know, <laughs> <laughs> he turned blue from he eating too many blue. cookies. Too many cookies. I I like the I like the the second one. The, the, yeah, the, the god one. That's really cool. No, I really <laughs> like this song though. I love how he's like kind of almost like angry at first. Like, what's that blue thing doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Man, we got a wide range of stuff here. I'm scrolling down the interpretations. We got two people think it's about they think of the TARDIS, Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Is that How, it's blue? Uh, why? It's uh, blue? The uh the telephone booth or whatever that I don't know. I don't yeah, watch Doctor I Who. Yeah, I think it is blue. I don't I don't really watch too much Doctor Who, but I think it is um if I'm not mistaken. I think he, I, like, it's blue. goes back in time and shit, right? It's like Bill and Ted's but but not as not they don't say dude as much. <laughs> well, he's a time lord, so I think he goes back and forth through time. So That's then really people So like someone would be saying What's that blue thing doing here when he yeah, pops like up? The caveman or the the pharaohs of Egypt or something. They're like, what's that blue thing doing here in the field? Well, there you go. Yeah, I can see it. But then this guy says he imagined it's one of those blue toilet pucks. 
Oh, the things the that you put in your cake. toilet. The, oh, okay. I've seen this, this. I have that thing where you, you put it in your toilet and the water turns blue. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Water clean. I just think he makes it turn blue. I don't yeah. think he's really cleaning anything. But maybe it could be that too. <laughs> well, here's one more good one. It's obviously about an extremely off course skydiver who is, in fact, about to drown. <laughs> Would you really say what's that blue thing about like the ocean so, that's the quickly ocean? approaching? No. no. <laughs> What's that blue thing? That oh. person's wrong. That person is that interpretation is wrong. They they get a they get a one for that interpretation. Okay, so so I'm gonna give that blue. What's that blue thing doing here? I'm gonna give it. I was gonna give it like a nine, but because I like the um the parable about the creation, that's gonna raise it to a ten. Oh wow, a ten! Yeah, I'm giving this a ten. Yeah. Wow. What's that blue thing? I like the the booming voice as well. I'm gonna give it an eight. So yeah, let's just let's let's just push the rest of these together. All right, let's do it. Something grabbed a hold of my hand. I didn't know what had my hand, but that's when all my troubles began. So whose voice is this? Is it that same woman? I went no. em- Esther or Ember? No. Elma. Elma. Fem- fe- female version of Elmo. Elma. <laughs> I don't know this, if she would like that. This Amy Allison. Let's Amy see what Allison. Amy yeah. Allison. I've heard of her. She's she's a she's a real musician. She's got a solo um, solo album. I've heard of her. Oh, she also her voice is sampled at the end of XTC versus Adam Ant. Hmm. Who's oh, yelling okay. at you? Is someone yelling at you? Oh, I'm sorry. That's my son. The Bruins, I think, are playing. So he's yelling to my wife that. Uh, <laughs> Some, something big is happening. Could you be any more Boston, Bostonite? The Bruins. No, I, I actually I don't follow anything. Like I'll go, I'll take my sons to the game, but oh, they got in, they got into hockey sports. independent of you. Yeah, he did. Yep, he uh, started playing hockey, and they you know watched it from that. But I was a they might be Giants fan, so there was yeah, no hell sports yeah. for me. There's only yeah, there's only enough room for that. So she, um, Amy Allison and the Maudlins released a Hello CD of the Month uh, in October of 95. Okay, that's that Hello Records, that's associated with um, Yes. With they Might Be Giants, yeah. Yes, it was a subscription-based record company founded by Flansburg and Marjorie Galen. And yeah, they, ex- they produced 10 exclusive CD EPs uh, every year from, it was 93, 94, 95, 96... Yeah, a shitload of this is a lot of work. Yeah. Clearly they're so, like they're like we're not working hard enough as they might be giants. Let's start a record label and release other people's stuff. And then they had a um, do you remember the site this is going back a few years, like two thousand one, two or two, E Music. I think E Music still yeah. around, but they were um they were like um investors in E E Music when it first started or something like that. I don't know, they had uh they had released a few exclusive uh, EPs of the well, jazz, which Long Tall Weekend was released on E Music, and it was the okay, most yeah, so that's, yeah, that's what, it yep. was the most downloaded album of 1999. Yeah, that was actually uh, a good site years ago, like ten dollars ten dollars a month for any all all the MP3s you wanted. It took a while to download. Sure, <laughs> I see the internet, but yeah, I remember 99 was my first year of college, so that was when. Uh, you still had to plug into the wall, but it was like the Ethernet or T1 or whatever the hell they called it. And it was like, whoa, man, this is so fast. It only takes five minutes to download a song instead of two hours. 
Oh yeah, I remember we plugged in the phone line um, in '99. I was I was at college at that time. In my house, and my wife would yell at me because I don't want to use the phone. <laughs> I'm like, I'm downloading music. <laughs> I'm in the middle of downloading Long Tall Weekend. You don't need to talk to your mother. I need to get this Bella Sebastian song that I've never heard before. Yeah. <laughs> Our, uh, what are amongst your other favorite bands besides uh, They Might Be Giants? Our mag- magnetic fields have come up a few times now in Bella yeah. Sebastian. Um, I like so much. I like, like Velvet Underground, it's kind of like the big one. All right, Gal- yeah. yeah Gal- Galaxy 500, do you know them? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're the Boston band. Um, Luna, oh, yeah, they I, gotta Boston, check, yeah. I gotta check my... I, I get hooked on stuff. I also love, like, Bollywood soundtracks. And uh, Wow, okay. I like all sorts. Wow, I was do pegging you, you for an indie pop guy. I like that, too. I love that, but I love um, you know, 60s and 70s. Do you, are you on Last FM? Do you follow... Do you, do you have I am on Last FM. FM. Yeah, yeah, you can find me on there. Guess who's my number one artist? <laughs> I can't imagine. Uh, yeah, but could you guess who the other ones are? <laughs> no. I, who are the other ones? I was just wondering like, how much I've talked about, because there are plenty of tangents throughout the podcast, but I wonder if people can really parse my, my other listening habits. Let's see who's on my top eight right now. They might be giants, followed by the Mountain Goats, followed by Masked oh, yeah. Intruder. Masked Intruder is a pop punk band. They just put a new album. Then, uh, d- d- embarrassingly enough, my own band is fourth. But the reason the reason that Altor Valor is fourth is because when Kara and I were a duo, which was the majority of the, the career of the band, uh, we had backing tracks. So when we would practice, we would literally be playing our own song. Like, oh yeah, on, yeah. So, so it it kept like I would never log out of Last FM, so it would keep like logging plays, even though it's like backing track. You know, it's like the vocal <laughs> vocalless guitarless version of yeah. our songs. You know, it's, <laughs> so so it's the exclusive outdoor velour. <laughs> yeah. So no, I um I listened to the record. I listened to a couple of your records. I've actually been listening to the one that's on Spotify a lot. I actually really like it. Thanks, man. So, yeah, yeah, the new one. Really the, thanks. The covers album should be up there pretty soon. The CDs are actually... I was guaranteed that they'd be in the mail tomorrow for our gig. Um, but it, we got the whole dis- digital distribution thing, so that'll be up on Spotify and all that pretty soon. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, and it's a yeah. full it's a full career uh, collection of covers. There's The disc one is is the, the new album, and it's 12 covers, including Dr. Worm. And then the disc two is a collection of covers from... Um, Casper the Friendly Ghost is the newest one. That's the one that's on. So we went ahead and put that on this one too yeah. to collect all the covers. And it goes all the way back to when Car and I named the band in 2004. That's a lot of songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really two, cool. Two CDs. So then my next last FM uh, after that is David Bowie, the Jesus and Mary Chain, the Beach Boys, and this other punk band called the Riptides, who again got kind of like their, 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 um, plays got uh bloated because i helped engineer that record and was listening to all the mixes along the way so it's like yeah so, so if you looked at the stats it's like it's like uh goodbye hawaii mix one goodbye hawaii mix two goodbye hawaii mix three <laughs> <laughs> goodbye hawaii final mix master one master two no i was listening to that a lot <laughs> i'm looking at my top artists luna seven thousand listens Galaxy 500, Mountain Goats, Velvet Underground, yeah. The Bats, The Monkeys, Lou Reed. Yeah, typical stuff. But I do like going to like the deeper, um, like I said, like Bollywood. I'm a sucker for Bollywood soundtracks. I love that stuff. 
Yeah, wow. That that one I would not expect. Like I put it on my wife. She's not a big music person, but like she draws the line at Bollywood. She's just like I turn that <laughs> off. Like, not a big so music good. person. No. When she when we you know when we got married or actually when we started living together, she had like six CDs, and one of them was like what um, nineteen seventy six greatest hits, like top top forty. <laughs> Seventy six. That is not a good year for popular music. No. Like, I why, mean, punk punk this... was starting to come up, but that's not what would be on that. It's like the like she had like the Counting Crows, uh, Carly Simon. Like, no, she's <laughs> not a music person. Wow. Our our CDs and her her my CDs and her CDs they they didn't really get along. They didn't really get along. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man. Um. So. Something grabbed a hold of my hand. Yeah. So, what are we scoring this one? Give it a, a six, probably a six, six and a half. I really like her the nasally voice, which kind of goes hand in hand with the John's vocal tone. I didn't know when my hand. It's very almost like it kind of pulls you in almost centrally. <laughs> yeah. Something grabbed a hold of my hand. It's like what? What grabbed a hold what of your grabbed, hand? Yeah, exactly. What did grab? And that, how did your troubles begin? Once he grabbed you, what was? What was this? I'm going to give that an eight. I like that one. Another eight. All right. So a lot of eights. It's great. I don't understand you. I don't understand. I just don't understand you. I don't understand. I don't understand the things you say. I can't understand a single word. I don't understand you. I don't understand. I just don't understand. Great song. Sounds yeah. like a like a two-headed monster singing to itself. That's how I picture it. <laughs> I don't um, understand you. I just don't understand you. Yeah, this is this is this is a fun song. Um and I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a nine. Oh, what's, what's, whoa, you're ranking it already. Holy I'm cow, already, man. Hold on. I'm already ranking there's, there's, I'm looking at the trivia on but the I wiki. Might, I might change. Once you start telling me trivia and change, <laughs> I might change my mind. Now, you you may, this may be a little um, uh, past your 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 youth era to have gotten into Homestar Runner, but are you familiar with Homestar Runner? No. What's that? Homestar Runner is, it's actually pretty... Um, it was a pretty revolutionary uh, internet uh, site, kind of a self-sufficient um, comedy site. These guys would make um, pre-YouTube. They were making flash animation videos uh, like every week. They were basically producing a cartoon every week for this website. Okay. Um, and it was called Homestar Runner, and Homestar Runner was one of the characters, and Strong Bad and Strong Sad and all these other Weird characters. It was a very like um like are you familiar with Adult Swim? You know all those cartoons. Oh yeah, yep, yep. It's kind so, of you know it's kind of like proto Adult Swim in a way, or I guess a lot of it was right around that same time as like Aqua Teen. Like if you think of like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, like it's kind of along that comedic line. Yeah, okay. Just like kind of absurd, um, like kind of childish, but also not you know like yeah. made for adults, right? And yep. they actually uh the the video for experimental film uh Homestar Runner like they collaborated on that uh the the video was a Homestar Runner video. Um but yeah, I watched this a lot in college. Uh it was just, you know, something for college kids who didn't have too much time in their hands to go watch Homestar Runner. And so they created like they even created some of their own like video games within the site and apparently uh-huh. there's a a video game called Thy Dungeon Man 3 which <laughs> Uh, and it says the lyrics to this song, I don't understand you, 
are sometimes displayed if you give an incomprehensible or unreadable command. It says, I don't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it today might be Giants fans to create a humor website. Yeah, this one, it almost, it being only 27 seconds, it, it seems to drag just in comparison to the ones around it. Yeah, it's probably you just know? the way they're singing, too. It's just like, that's really yeah. slow. Yeah. Yeah. It's 27 seconds. You got ones before that are 10, and then like there were those group of ones that were like four and five seconds, and all of a sudden it just grinds to a halt with this but dirge. It's, it's like that just juxtaposition I was talking about. The other ones sure. are so fast, and they come to this one. It kind of gives you a breather. Yeah, the pacing the pacing is good. I, I will yeah. say that. So, yeah, let's look at the guitar tab. This one almost looks like a f- real song. It's got, you know, there's <laughs> there's really only one... There's only one phrase of lyrics, but it goes through a G, A minor, G, and then switches up to a D minor, E minor for I don't understand the things you say. D minor, hey, E minor, F, that. G. Yeah. Even I could do this song. Yeah. <laughs> I could read those chords. Should I do it right now? <laughs> it's up to you. It's your, it's your podcast, man. Do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do the first, first shot. First shot. Because we're we're barely looking up covers at this point. It's almost faster for me to just grab my guitar and hit my own cover than for me to like click around YouTube. So links. I don't think I don't think many bands would do a cover of fingertips. I would I'd like to see that because I think if they play this, the fan... you know, we should. I did actually find maybe on one of the later ones. There's a group called Paul and Storm. I remember first hearing about them on this dumb comedy show called Bob and Tom. Um, comedy radio show, if you want to call it comedy, it's pretty stupid. Um, but that band does like like comedy songs and stuff, and I, uh-huh. I I stumbled across that, and I meant to bring that up. Maybe we could listen to at least one of theirs. But there's a love video of them live doing it. So a, another band covering the full thing live. I don't understand you. Understand you? I just don't understand. Are you gonna do the backups? Oh, I was gonna do the backup, but you, okay, here, go. you okay, do. Okay, here we go. No, All no, right. no, you do it. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't understand you. I don't understand you. I just don't understand you. I don't understand you. I don't understand the things you say. I can't understand a single word. I don't understand you. I don't understand you. I just don't understand you. I do not understand you. I cannot understand you. I don't understand you. I just don't understand you. Is that it? I cannot understand you. I don't you. understand you. Yes, the, there was one more there. <laughs> and it just makes me want to go right into the the next one, which I don't know off the top of my head. But I heard a sound. Was, I thought that was a pretty good duet right there. Yeah. Nice work, us. That was the best cover of that I've ever heard. It's the only <laughs> one that I've bothered to hear. <laughs> okay. I think this one, it, I, do, I do like the change pace, but I think it drags a little bit, and it could be about twice as, or it could be half. Like, it could just end right after, I don't understand a single word, and not go right back through the, it, just, it almost says verse, chorus, or chorus, verse, chorus, where the rest of them, it's just chorus. That's you know? that's a good observation. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Get that verse out of there. What are you doing? <laughs> There's too much too too much. Of a complete only on this thought. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give it a seven. 
Okay. All right. So then, yeah, the pacing picks right back up for. Um, I heard a sound. I turned around. Turned around to find the thing that made the sound. The, who? Who is this? Flansburg? It's Flansburg, right? This one is uh, Linnell on vocals and Flansburg on guitar. It does. You know, it did sound like a Flansburg voice. I thought it was. I always thought it was. No, okay. apparently not. I heard a sound. I turned around. Turn around to find the thing that made the sound. There, I just oh, covered right. it. Like, There's an acapella cover. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you? What do you like? Uh, like when we said, "What's the blue thing doing here?" What do you think? What do you think made that sound? What was it? Maybe it's God creating the earth, and it's the, the sound of the just like the, oh, the yeah. big bang. Getting back it's to the that same thing. Though, that, that maybe <laughs> right. This yeah, this whole thing, fingertips. It's all about uh, our heavenly Father. You could probably. You, <laughs> I bet you could uh, make that argument. If you give enough time, enough um, hours on your hand, you could probably do a nice little thesis about that. I'll ask Jared to get on that. He could do it with. His, <laughs> he could do a mashup of like Bach hymns and fingertips. <laughs> yeah, he oh, probably boy. could too. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's got the chops. He probably could. <laughs> oh, I heard a sound. Uh, he <laughs> turned around and found the thing that made the sound. It was. And it was Jesus. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, let's see. Let's look at the interpretations real here. There's only one. Yeah. There's only one. There's a little story here. Let's see. So a man is walking down the street, and the person behind him whacks into a flagpole. He whirls around and starts singing about how he was turning around to see what made the sound. The flagpole <laughs> clang. People on the sidewalk simply part around him as he sings. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That guy had a clear idea. He knew where he was going with that that that, that <laughs> story. Seriously, you know, but with with songs like this, where it is just a chorus, they just give you this little nugget. There's no context for the chorus. Like usually, the verse of a song is what provides you with like the details and the information, and then right. the chorus is just like the general statement of whatever you know. Reiterating love. what you've already yeah, or like you're gonna talk about yeah. declaration of love, but like you'd be talking about. I mean, bar, you know, except for some songs like, I don't know, uh, Allison, or like a song where like, uh, Michelle, my bell, or the girl's name is right in it. Usually you're going to get like, who's it about is in the verse, not yeah. in the chorus. Yep. So I heard a sound. I don't know. Maybe some guy farted. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> turn it around, be. turn around and find the thing that might, made a sound. But then he said, he who smelt it dealt it. So then I, then I was the one. Who uh, was then laughed at? And but then they said, "He who denied it supplied it." That's what I've always said. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, good stuff. These uh, I love how these little things like have have gone generation to generation and have made their way like across the whole country. I want to know if kids oh, in yeah. Britain are saying something like that. I don't know. My wife was saying that they used to be like used to have like regional um, like sayings, but now I think with uh, everyone's on on the internet and the cell phones. I think they all have they all say the same thing now. I don't know if that's, I don't know. Is that yeah, that yeah, true? yeah. Like slang is all it's all the same now. Like yeah, because you're like you 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 see it. Cause you you have the the kids that you work with. Yeah, uh, yeah. So as a teacher, so you must you must be hip to all the slang that comes out for uh, for everyone else. Yeah. Well, like in elementary school, by the time they're getting it. Like the high schoolers are the ones who might be on the cusp of like, what's the new word to say to say that things are cool, but we're gonna call it something else now. Yeah, 
My my kids have slang. I I'm I don't I don't even listen to it. I don't know what they're talking about. You don't bother to get to the bottom nope. of it. No, nope. <laughs> it, in a couple of weeks it's gonna be something else. Yeah, they, they do like the dance moves and stuff. Like all right, whatever. Are they, they doing the Fortnite stuff? Are, are or are they old enough to be like to know that Fortnite is like that's not cool? Anymore. Oh yeah, it's Fortnite. No, 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 no one plays Fortnite anymore. I guess that's what I'm. Told. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, elementary kids, it's still all about the Fortnite dances. Like to them, the fads come a little later yeah, and they stick yep. around longer. Well, they say no one plays Fortnite, but the other night my son's on it. So. Yep. Yep. Know. But he wouldn't tell his friends. He wouldn't dare. Yeah. No, I think it was with a select group of friends, so they were all agreeing. <laughs> I'll agree not to tell anybody later on. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Dude, secret Fortnite no. club. It's over. It's over. And you're still playing. You're playing Minecraft. Sure, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't have any shame. It's very relaxing. You come home after a long day and just hit hit the uh, the bricks. It's fun. <laughs> hit the bricks. Build some shit. Are yeah, you one of those guys that builds like elaborate things? No, no, for... no. I holes in the ground with a door attached. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I find it very, I, I find it so relaxing. And yeah, my kids, they, when they were younger, they used to, they used to play all the time, and then they grew out of it. And I'm, yeah, but um, I'm, no, I'm going to keep have, playing it. It's like how I'm my mom, my mom, kept my Game Boy to play Tetris. Like she, I think she's since given it back to me, but because it, it eventually got packed away, and then she was cleaning out the basement. But yeah, like so, yeah, because Game Boy was like we're talking early '90s, right? I yeah. mean. Game Boy was already like that was they were on to the next handheld thing, uh, but Sega, my mom was Sega like still, yeah, yeah. But even like the Nintendo DS, but it's like the late '90s, and my mom is like still getting out my black and white Game Boy to play Tetris. You don't need color on Tetris. <laughs> no, no, you just don't. It's just the shapes, different shades, yeah, shapes and shades of gray. <laughs> I had yeah, I had a Game Boy, and you could never see it. It was like when they, the first ones when they came out. Like any bit of light that hit it, like sunlight, you, know, you could just couldn't see the screen. It was. Well, they sold all those accessories. They sold yeah. all those accessories, like ones that because what was it? The screen didn't light up or something. Because I remember that. I remember having like a light for it where you like clip it on and it like lit up the screen. Yeah, I don't think it had a backlight either. So that's so bizarre. Yeah. Well, they. I don't know if they didn't think about it or they just realized they could sell these accessories for almost the cost of the Game Boy itself and. I don't know, but a yeah. lot of them were like off-brand stuff. I remember buying off-brand, and then there was one that was almost like a magnifying glass or something. It would make the screen appear a little bit bigger because it was like a giant. Yeah, it was another clip-on thing, but it would like magnify it. That was weird. Okay, yeah, I think by that time I, I put shelved the Game Boy. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, yeah Tetris. So is Minecraft kind of like Tetris in a way where you're like more of a puzzle? Um, no. Play. Have you ever played? It's not really a puzzle. My, like- my nephew was teaching me to play it like yep. four years ago, and I kept like struggling to like do things. And he's like, "Here, here, let me show you." And eventually, I just walked out of the room. <laughs> yeah, you don't really, you don't really do much. It's like this open-ended kind of um, generated world where you have, yeah. you know, you go and you like cut trees down, and you can make a tool to dig a hole. And I don't know, it's 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 relaxed. Like I said, it's just. Uh, it's 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 repetitive and doesn't require much thought. Yeah, it's like nice. an RPG yeah. in a way, right? Where yeah, like yeah. yeah, like you you can face like I know there's like spiders and shit, but like you could just kind of mill around and not do yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah, and if you chose to, like, I think you can even turn those those spiders and everything off, and you just have yeah, you can build whatever you want. So I've tried doing that, but I I don't have talent for that. But it's it's fun. 
yeah. So I'm yeah, not no, when you said that you were like drinking and playing Minecraft the other <laughs> night, I yeah. was like, I was like, what? I'm like, that's a little. That's not really your generation, man. You're like, <laughs> no, what? I know. From the yeah. kids, the kids. Yep, the kids taught me, and I took it and ran with it. So, do you play Fortnite? No, I played that once. The first, the second time I played, me too. I won. Yeah, I, I won the game the first time. Like, oh I, wow! It was like so, it was like against your kids? <laughs> no, it was like with the 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 battle that they have or whatever. And I was in a house, and my my daughter's like, just just stay there the whole time. So I did. And then <laughs> like, I came out and shot somebody. And like, that's like the second time I played, and then the next time I played, like. People are like building this stuff and gathering these weapons. Like I'm not even sure what button to push. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't understand it because you play it all on touchscreen stuff, right? Or can you play it on a controller on on? They, no, they play it on. Um, they play. It, I think you can do it on touchscreen, but they use the Xbox controllers to do. Okay, so, that yeah, seems like, more doable. Like touchscreen, yeah. I was playing it on a phone again. It was the same nephew showing me this. Like this was yeah. just over Christmas break. And I was like, okay, I could see this is kind of fun. I ended up stealing his phone, and then they were doing something else. And then, like, I walked away with the phone, and then they were all distressed that like the phone had disappeared. Cause... Oh yeah, they took away their Fortnite. Yeah, when that, when that like, game, yeah. <laughs> when that game first came out, like a year, year and a half ago, that that was just huge. It oh was yeah, everywhere. The kids, we went on a um, a hockey tournament, and some of the kids on my son's team, they brought their Xbox so they could play Fortnite. Really? Wow. It's just a little, I don't know. Yeah. And I want to know if any of these kids, who actually knows what the term Fortnite means? You do, don't you? I know what Fortnite means. Do you think any kids know that it means two weeks? (laughs) Yeah. For them, it's like, oh, well, it's it's a fort and it's night. (laughs) Okay. Let's get back on track. We're within striking distance here. What are we scoring? I heard a sound. Don't, I do like this song. I, I, well, yeah, the snippet, whatever you want to call it. It's a good one. I'm going to go yeah. 7.2. All right. Mysterious Whisper. Mysterious Whisper. Mysterious Let's see. But this one is John Linnell keyboard and vocal okay um but yeah it's that same it's funny because there's all these different voices but yeah yeah it's like it could be that brian uh doing guy again seems like could have been him doing it um yeah so this is another long one 28 seconds whoa and the words are just mysterious whispers so there's even yeah only two uh, words yep uh and the interpretations let's see there's one here or no there's two it what? <laughs> it, it is about a cabbage-hating potato who is quashed immediately by his faithful Gulch the tomato. What? <laughs> oh, that's just silly. That, that's, that's just, just silly, man. And then and then the then the next person says, What was the person above saying? We may never know. But I know that the song is indeed <laughs> about a mysterious whisper. Winky face. <laughs> that's what's funny about the wiki is like some of these the the interpretations like not only are they anonymous there's like no information whatsoever like what date it was left some of them there are and i like i like seeing the interpretations that are from like 2005 where it's like you know that was still pretty far into the band's history that the wiki was created 
you know, the band was already pretty old by 2005. Yeah. But like, yep. two, but, all 20 years old, right? Yeah. But all yeah, yeah, more than that. But, but like now in 2019, like 2005 seems like ancient history. It's like, yeah. Even just imagining the internet in 2005, it was a much uh, more primitive place even then. Like YouTube, I guess, would have been brand new maybe. 2004 might have been when YouTube came out, but. I don't even know. I thought it was later. I thought it was like 2007. I don't know. Yeah, not sure. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. So, like, yeah, the, if you go back, they have things where they show old sites. Like, I think it's archive.org. You There's the Wayback Machine as well. The Wayback Machine. Yeah, that's the one. That's it. And you can kind of go. And you, you don't even notice, like, the evolution of the sites that you frequent every yeah. day, how much you change. But yeah. They look like garbage. I love the Wayback Machine. I've looked up my, uh, my high school rock band and finding our uh our websites it was let's see it was blue blue dash bottle.net blue bottle was the name of the band but it's uh-huh. so yeah it's so fun like going back and looking at that cuz we had so much um information like i would i would i would i didn't do the coding but i would do um like archive the shows like every time we had a show i would like write little notes about it and so i could go back and like yep. follow like my history as like a performing drummer really all the way back to the start it was my very first band and like writing notes about like oh this show got shut down by the cops right after we played or something like that i'm like oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's fun that's awesome yeah, yeah. that's really cool that you can kind of go back and see that too otherwise it'd be just kind of lost I'm sure. yeah yeah yeah, I do like to to catalog things, but I guess back then I wasn't really thinking about it. And then, you know, we ended up losing the domain or getting a new domain or redoing the site or something. I don't remember. Yeah. So, Mysterious Whisper. Anything else about Mysterious Whisper? It's definitely a keyboard song because it's got bad guitar chords. A flat, D flat, E flat. You can always tell the songs that Linnell writes just based on the chords. <laughs> yeah. When I was doing the tribute show for the Don't Let's Start episode... We were doing, uh, I played keyboards on Climbing the Walls, and I remember we were teaching that. The guitar player uh, was like, E-flat, what the hell? Like, why? Come on, man. E-flat, what? (laughs) So what are you going to score, Mysterious Whisper? Yeah, I'd give it a three. I don't really like this. Yeah. (laughs) In relation to everything else. Sure, wow. Three, whoa. Really throwing the average. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Mysterious Whisper. I like I like Linnell's voice. I like when he busts this voice out. But yeah, I think as again, it's the one that's just a little too long. Um, it's kind of boring. Yeah, yeah. That's all. There's really not much to it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a five point eight. All right. So it's a D. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> the day that love came to play. Okay, so. The day that love came to play. Do, 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 do. This is so much fun. This song, I, I love the the keyboard. That little, um, it's like the the sixties garage. Yeah, that organ. Like, um, what's that question mark in the Syrians? Like the ninety six tears. Definitely, yeah. So John Lennell plays the keyboard, and Flansburg is the vocal, and that's it. Uh, and then I feel like the message of this song is a little more up for grabs in a way that like what's that blue thing like we can guess like what the blue thing is but this one the day that love came to play is an interesting sentiment uh what do you make of it um i don't know i see i always it's a, to me it's a very happy song it's almost sounds like someone was 
it could be actually someone uh, holding your hand. That the, the I um oh I'm sorry I'm I'm losing my place here. The uh, what, what was that song? Was something grabbed a hold of your hand? It's almost a continuation of that. Like someone grabbed a hold of your hand, and then love came to play. I almost feel like those they're connected. okay. Okay, so. But but some something grabbed a hold of my hand. That's when all my troubles began. So it starts happy, but then it ends in a weird, like what's going to happen here? But then are you so then does the relationship get better and love came to play? <laughs> if someone grabs a hold of your hand. That's when all your troubles begin. Love coming to play can also lead to troubles happening later down the road. So <laughs> yeah, if if love came to play, that's when. Uh, the babies happen, and you know that's all just a whole bunch yeah. of trouble. Oh, that, there, go, there goes your life. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, my, that's my, why when you see the yeah, the blue when thing, you see the blue thing, when you ask what that blue thing's doing there, there's a reason it's there. Because <laughs> you, you you had the sex, you had it, and you something happened, and nine months later, your life's over for a long time. Yeah, coincidentally, my little girl's six months old today. Oh, that's awesome! Did you guys do anything special? Uh, our our nanny did. We have uh, <laughs> our our nanny uh, Maria. She uh, basically brought like a quinceanera dress over, like this really frilly. She must have had it like for one of her grandkids. Brought over this really like because Cara's not a girly girl. We don't like we dress we dress Zinnia up just like in whatever we think is cute. Like she wears yep. very little pink. Actually, we we told people not to, to just to hold back on the pink. <laughs> and so like people are like oh what's his name it's a girl whatever you know it's a baby they all you know yeah. whatever they're just a round plump little thing and uh but she brought over this frilly pink dress like and and brought her balloons and stuff that say like all these things like we never yeah. would have bought like like my, like little princess or something and we're like oh my god and like okay you just That's maria funny. you just have your fun she like posed her for all these pictures and stuff she just she just amuses herself with our with our daughter like she's a little doll. Just like puts her in these tableaus <laughs> with like stuffed animals all around her and just takes pictures. and And then we get these pictures in the middle of the work day and we're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's like like ET when he's in the uh, yeah ET sitting sitting in all the stuffed animals. It's pretty much exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, we're like, "Wait, where's the kid?" <laughs> it's the big eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, anything else about the the day that love came to play? No, I, I think it's a great song, though. Like I said, I love love the organ. Yeah, and it's a good one. Flansburg and and Linnell team up. Like there are a lot of these where it's like, oh, that's all Flansburg, oh, that's all Linnell. Uh, but this one, it's a good uh, good t- good team up of the Johns, I'd say. So what uh, what do you score this one? Uh, nine. Give wow. it a nine. I give it a nine. Yeah. I, I love the uh, instrumentation behind it. There's a nine. Yeah, you you love these uh, '60s pop jams. Do, yes, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. This this is a great one. I'm going to give it an eight point five. Eight point five. Nice. That rounds up to a nine. So, and then we bring it right back down. I'm having a heart attack. I'm having a heart attack. I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love it. I think this is so funny. I, when I first heard this song, I had heard about this song. Did I tell you the story before I knew no. about the song? So 
when I say it, it sounds like, oh, I must know this person. Frank Black of the Pixies ruined the song for me, but not because I he told me about it. Like he was on a um, interview on FNX because they said that he was um, that was the Boston radio station, and yeah. he was right before this this album came out. He was talking up They Might Be Giants. I think he's a pretty big They Might Be Giants fan. I think he did some work with them actually, but he was saying, oh, you wait till you hear their new record. They have this whole song where it's like little individual songs like on a TV uh, commercial. So I. I knew that this song was happening when I first got the cassette, and I wish I hadn't. I wish I it was just came as a surprise. But uh-huh. even that, when the, when it kicked on, I said, "Oh, this is that song," and everything was you know kind of funny. But the heart attack song when this this came, I thought this was the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this, uh, this yeah this this is a good one. And apparently, live sometimes Flamesburg will add. Uh, like boy band inspired lyrics, like they, they 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 say new kids on the block like lyrics between the main lines of the song. I'm having a heart attack, girl. You know it's true. I'm having a heart attack. H e a r t attack to you, girl. I'm having a heart attack. And if I die before we freak, remember, a- I will always love. Wow! Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Linnell was having a good time with that one too. Really hamming it up. Yep. <laughs> I think that well, this song you, you kind of have to ham it up for this song. It's yeah. great. It's oh like, yeah. Uh, it sounds like um, like a lounge song almost. You know that the, the, those. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you could imagine like um, Robert Goulet doing. Yeah, and when those yeah. drums kick in. <laughs> that's when he like rips the tie off and he's like hey i'm button the shirt hey ladies but then we never get to hear what happens after that (laughs) and then in concert says linnell sometimes acts like he's having a heart attack everybody laughs but flan says don't laugh he really is having a heart attack oh that could be like uh you're the comedian what's his name uh red fox from stanford and son he had a. Uh, yeah. He was on um, on Sanford said He used to always act like he's having a heart attack. That was the trick. Right. When yeah, in the nineties, he was on another show. Later on, um, I don't remember what it was called, but during it, he had, he was having a heart attack on the set, and everyone thought he was kidding around. Oh, it's like he actually was having a heart attack. That's a Boy, story. Boy, cried I heard. wolf. <laughs> That's a That's story. Funny. I heard, but he actually. Oh wow! Wow. Oh, here. This kind of answers our uh, our question before about. Well, I, I was I was hypothesizing that is that your puppy? That is, yeah. He's he's upstairs. Oh, puppy. Yeah, upstairs about that the Bruins lost probably. Ah, just yeah, probably. I, I don't know. They, yeah. I think they won. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe your son is celebrating, and the dog's like, "What are you doing? Jumping around?" He's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was saying that they wrote this never intending to play it live. So it turns out. They've only started performing fingertips in its entirety uh, in 2000. Okay. So really on that gigantic thing, that must have been a fairly new thing they're doing. Yeah. Uh, but this vignette was being, they call it a vignette, was being played separately as early as 1992. So I'm having a heart attack. That, wow, this must be like the hit to them or the one that's most fun to perform. Because apparently since it was a new song in Apollo 18, they were playing this portion <laughs> of the fingertips. I wonder why. I wonder why that this song and not like the day love came to play, which is kind of more of a rave up. Yeah, I don't know. You know, this is like a middle length fingertip song. It's twenty three seconds, so it's not 
it's not creeping up to 30 and but it's not four seconds so yeah. it's enough to kind of stretch it out a little bit and for them to play around with it i guess like they still do yeah it's also just a funny thing to sing i mean all these are funny things to sing sing about but like to sing like in a nice melodic voice <laughs> that you're having a yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep uh, well, you know this one i've never played this one to uh my students but i think yeah, there's nothing obscene about the fingertips suites. I, I I should play it for my first graders and see what they think. Okay, so let's score. I'm having a heart attack. I'm giving this a ten. This yeah, I think this is the yeah. best. I think this is the best one of fingertips. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a ten too. And that's probably why they've been playing it live. I mean clearly we're 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 tapped into that. We're so close here. Oh, he almost... fingertips <laughs> whispered. This is great. I feel like this is this this is kind of like the before the the last one, but like this is where they have that blue screen where they so you know send your uh, money order to this address or call this number and uh, <laughs> yeah 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 with your credit have your credit card handy. <laughs> this is a guest vocal. No, who's who is it? Yes, Peter Stampfel. Who is that? He's saying, "Oh, oh!" He sang the banjo one too. He sang. He he uh, bookended this thing. Oh, the he holy sang the uh, banjo one. Holy modal rounders guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now yep. I hear it. Now that you say that, yeah. But like a whisper, it's hard to tell someone's voice from a whisper because everyone's voice whisper like it kind of disguises the tone of your voice so much. Kind of hard to tell. Like if someone whispered across the library, it'd be hard to yeah. tell if, like whose voice it was, right? Yeah. So it seems almost like pointless to have a guest vocalist do this, but I guess the idea was that he did the first one in the line. Yeah, he bookends it. He's a nice, nice book. Well, actually, there actually there is one after. So, like, what's what's the deal with that? Like, why do they? Uh, why didn't they make it the very last one? They had to go with uh, with uh, "I Walk Along Darkened Corridors" as the last one. I, I can't answer that. Uh, why they would choose that? But um, glad they put that on there. I don't know. Maybe the, the yeah. I Walk Alone is like, I'm thinking back to the TV, the way the TV works. And I haven't seen one of these commercials uh-huh. commercials in a long time, but maybe it's like they show the blue screen where you order, and then like they give that last bonus song, just in case you uh, didn't want to, <laughs> just in case you were hesitant, you hear that last right, song, right. oh yeah, I got to order this compilation, Time Life. Yeah, that's where, yeah, like the blue screen, like you said. Well, this this is like where it shows the fine print and they want to give you time to read it so they don't get sued about how they're going to keep sending you CDs <laughs> month after exactly. month. Yep. And you have no chance to, yes, <laughs> we will continue to send CDs. You will have no chance to unsubscribe and you'll continue to pay for these CDs. Just so quickly while it's while this song is playing underneath. Yeah. <laughs> now, what are you going to score Fingertips Whispered real quick? Oh, Fingertips Whispered? Um, yeah, probably a, a five. Yeah, this one's my yeah. least favorite. It, it yeah. frankly it creeps me out. <laughs> That's a really good. Okay. Fingertips. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna skew the average here. Apparently, uh, 
so it's I Walk Along Darkened Corridors. And yeah, iTunes, it says iTunes has the song mislabeled as I Walk Alone. I hear it as well, I Walk Alone. I, 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 th- I always thought I Walk Alone. Right, but then it's That's like, it so goes. I Walk Alone semicolon darkened corridors because <laughs> that's a sentence I walk along darkened corridors makes sense live audiences often do a fist pump motion during the song in live shows the song is morphed from the big build up into a rocking anthemic power ballad style finish complete with Linnell singing in a very gritty voice let's let's just go back to that one live one we keep watching and Let's check out the end of this. Let's see. Darkened corridors. Walk along I'm glad we listened to that. That was that cool. was cool. Yeah, it's like a power ballad. I think I feel like they did fingertips when I saw them la- a year ago, but uh, I don't remember them going that far out with the ending. Though maybe they did. That was pretty good. That was good. Yeah, I think it's a good way to cap off this episode. What are you gonna score? I walk along dark in corridors. You know, I'm I'm gonna give that a nine just because I just heard that that live version you played. And yeah, seriously, that, that version, reason, yeah, that kicks ass. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a nine as well. That's a good way to end the song. Okay, so the average score for me uh, is seven point one five fingertips. That's that's the overall average. So I didn't yep. keep I didn't I didn't keep score of any of my songs, <laughs> regardless of the individual songs. I uh, snippets. I would give this um, as a whole fingertips. Probably like an eight. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think it's a great song. Like I said, it is it's just a, a concept. They had a concept. They executed it perfectly. Um, like I feel like this kind of idea w- w- from other bands could have been just really either. I don't know. Too silly. I mean, not that there's like they might be giants. One of those bands, a lot of people might call silly, but to me, like a song. Like, leave me alone. Uh, I don't understand you. Uh, I'm having a heart attack. I walk along darkened corridors. You know, wreck my car. Everything's catching on fire. Like, it's a, it's, it's pretty dark overall. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it silly. I mean, I, I feel that. I, I don't even think they're a comedic band. I think they're maybe irreverent in some ways. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I feel like other bands could have been like, like if the Bare Naked Ladies did this, it would like end up being some really silly. Yeah, a playful stupid. romp. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it would be, it would Where, be stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe not necessarily stupid. It would be the whole different thing. Yeah, like be like, hey, let's do this like commercial thing. While for them, like, yeah, who's gonna buy this CD? Like the yeah. first song is everything is catching on fire. I just don't think. <laughs> most, I just don't think most bands have the chops to pull off. You know, yeah. twenty-one different sounding pieces of a song. And this I is think, when it was just the two of them. Yeah. I mean, they brought in guest vocalists, but it was really just the two of them. Yep. So that, They're good. Yeah. It's a good band. It's a good band. Yeah. So <laughs> I think if I was going to overall, like, give my overall thoughts on Fingertips that, yeah, perfectly executed. And I love the, 
like on the surface getting chuckles out of stuff like aren't you the guy who hit me in the eye and please pass the milk but like as a whole it fits they might be giants uh you know repertoire in that it is darkly if if it's comedic it's darkly comedic like very gloriously singing all alone all alone <laughs> all by myself it's like yeah. hell like green day was making millions off that you know a couple years later yeah just singing about like being a total loser <laughs> i found a new friend underneath my pillow i mean come on this guy's a loser and he probably dies by the end of it yeah and when you think about it i mean yeah they all it, you piece it together there's there's some strange things going on in these lyrics. Like when you start <laughs> yeah, to yeah. think about it, it's like there's some there's some really messed up stuff, and it's not funny. I mean, some of it is, but it's it's as a whole, it's not. I would say that's about their entire catalog. It's not. Yeah, they're not, yeah. they're not a comedy. No, but I I do. There are songs. I think like I I'm weird in that. I find depressing things sometimes to be to make me happy. Depressing things will make me happy. Or it's like me watching all these shows about serial killers. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. People died. <laughs> People died horribly. But like, I, I I just had a realization here. I think, and I've been hearing the song since it came out practically, and I just realized that I think, um, you could kind of chart a character's life throughout this, especially at the end. Okay. Something grabbed a hold of my hand. I think that thing is death. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and then I don't understand you. Death is speaking in some sort of tongues that the guy doesn't understand. I heard a sound. It's, it's some sort of, I heard a sound and mysterious whisper are both some sort of like calling to, I don't know, either going up to heaven or hell. And the day that love came to play, it's like the, they're like the flat, the life's <laughs> flashing before their eyes. And they're like, oh, hey, my life was pretty good. But they're having a heart attack, and then people are whispering to them, "No, no, Grandpa, don't go." And then he walks along darkened corridors because he's in purgatory. Yeah, you know, I, and it's funny, you know, like fingers. I can kind of see like you like going through the tunnel with fingertips, and then yeah. walking alone, yeah. and then it ends. The whole record ends. The spacesuit, which is kind of like almost like, Ooh. ta-da, you know, like yeah, two thousand one with the um. The big obelisk, yeah. The huge scene at the end with all the colors and yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. What it that... just ends, yeah, yeah. So there is no heaven or hell. It's just uh, space, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 is it funny? Like the the the, the record yeah. starts with "Dig My Grave," so there's that. <laughs> They're such a quirky band. This would be blowing my mind if we were high. I know. We're both stone cold sober <laughs> I've been drinking right ginger ale all night, man. <laughs> yeah, I drank a Red Bull, and now I'm so, kind of fading yeah. off that. I'm I'm getting so tired. I think that's I'm, – I'm, so, I'm just tired enough to have come up with that wacky theory. It's a good theory. That's what I like about this band, because you can listen to their songs, and they could be about nothing, and you can just kind of enjoy it. But you can get really heavy with their stuff, too, and how you interpret yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, really, every one of these could be about death. Who's that standing out the window? Yeah, it's death, death. again. It's death. death. I found a new friend underneath my pillow. He just got smothered, like he's underneath the pillow. Someone just smothered him. It's all <laughs> wrecked death. my car. Yep. Wrecked my car. He died. Aren't you guy that hit me in the eye? Like he just got impaled through his eyeball and died. Please pass the milk. It's poisoned. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a stretch. That, that one's that's a little it. harder. Leave me alone. Get away. Stay, stay away. Death. Step away. <laughs> I'm not yeah, ready. yeah, yeah. I mean, it starts. Door? Yeah, it starts with everything is catching on fire. <laughs> oh, 
you onto something. You gotta, now, you get on that wiki after after uh, we end this. Get on that wiki and put your interpretation up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's the whole suite about a guy dying yeah. in a fire, or in various ways. Or it's like it's like it's either like Harold and Maude or Groundhog's Day. <laughs> We're just gonna die repeatedly. Well, he's just pretending to die in Harold and Maude. But yeah, I think it's more of a Harold and Maude. But, but yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, no, I love yeah, it. Maybe the guy, maybe he's faking his death over and over again. Or maybe it's it's told from Maude. She dies in the. So maybe this she is. She does. Yeah, so maybe, I don't know. Out, Outdoor Valor has a song about Harold and Mod. Oh, do you? It's oh. not on the one on Spotify, but if I should get it on Spotify, but if you go on Bandcamp, our portrait EP, um, it's called It's Easy. Because at the end of the when she's dying and he says, like, he's like, he's like, what am I going to do without you? Or what I can't remember what he says exactly, but so how am I going to go on? And she says, It's easy, just go out and love some more. And then she dies. Yeah. And that's yeah. The song is like that. That movie is one is might be my favorite movie of all time. Oh, I love it! Um, yeah, great soundtrack too. That that Cat Stevens soundtrack. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that same our portrait EP also has a song about uh, the Handmaid's Tale from before it was cool in a Hulu hit Hulu show. Oh, I can't I can't watch that. It's too much like real life. My wife watched. It. I say I feel like, oh, I feel like I'm living it. I can't. Uh, maybe a couple of years. Wow, well, your wife watches I feel like it's harder for... I've heard a lot of women that say it's hard to watch. Yeah, she says, oh, it's... Because she's a big Margaret Atwood fan, but I I can't... Yeah. At this point in my life, I can't can't watch it for fun. They Might Be Giants is about as dark as it gets for you? Uh, (laughs) No, I can go darker. (laughs) uh, (laughs) We'd rather just play Minecraft and... uh, Yeah, no, I... Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk death metal. that'll, That'll get you dark. Let's wrap this up. We don't need to. Keep, no. We don't need to. Let Let's stretch this out. There's not enough here. <laughs> we got. We're at 244 minutes. <laughs> I, I got to work tomorrow. There's no more stretching this out. Oh God, me too. I have a program tomorrow. Well, good luck with that. Well, it's more of a dance party than anything. I call it a hoedown. I call it a hoedown. We're doing well. I've taught a bunch of New England folk dances to. Uh, my second and third graders, and we've invited parents to come and learn them and dance with. with oh, cool! You can't. Yeah, I'm gonna play my accordion. You can't. You can't do that with like anyone past third grade. Like that's the cutoff. Yeah, you know, it's surprising. I, I, I think now that I've introduced this stuff to third graders, I could probably do it again with them next year as fourth graders. Now that they've learned it, they'll probably keep wanting to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that because I've done stuff like that before, where I've done like little kid kind of games with like. Uh, first graders and then they ask for it again in second grade and then they ask to do it again in third grade i'm like really okay all right <laughs> that's cool yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's funny like yeah. if you if, if you break them you know you're just like this is fun this is cool you know this is what we do in music class and then like they grow up and they're like let's keep doing it that's fun yeah i remember yeah. we did we did folk dancing in gym and they did it like around fifth yeah. or sixth grade yeah and, you know, square dancing yeah and stuff, square yeah. dancing that was horrifying you know, no one. <laughs> oh, the girls pick the boys. Now boys pick the girls. It's just you shouldn't put kids to that. That's that's just yeah. Fifth, that fifth grade, yeah. Fifth grade's not the age to do that. That's 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 torturous at that point because the girls, yeah, because the girls are starting to get interested in boys. But the boys are like, no, yeah, not not yet, no, <laughs> not yet, yeah. And it's and the girls are really only interested in like two boys, and like everybody else is just like stand there, you know. Picking their nose. <laughs> Why isn't anybody t- 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 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of which, I am the only male teacher at both of my schools. 
And it's just the way of elementary school. And I got recruited by the nurse. I have to do the, the freaking puberty sex ed talk with the fifth grade boys next week. <laughs> no. Oh, good luck with that. Oh, I mainly just have to show a video and then yeah. let them ask questions. But I'm very nervous about what they're going to ask. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, God. I mean, they all have to sign a permission slip, but it's like, yeah. it's weird. Like being a teacher, this is my 15th year. Like there are things you do not talk about in front of children. And yeah. it's like, these are the things that you don't talk about. <laughs> they sign a permission slip specifically so that I can say things so like you won't get erection. Sued. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Good luck with that, man. I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> really? I think as a whole, just like as the man in the building, I feel like I should be like, just leave the girls alone for a few years, okay? Don't even, don't even, you know, wait till you're in high school, okay? Yeah. <laughs> even beyond that, really. If, wait no. till wait till you're 18. Just 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 play with yourselves. <laughs> you don't want any any whoopsie babies. No, no, no. I have students, ex-students that have multiple children already. It's the ways of rural Indiana. Is this episode over yet? I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> we're still recording. I, I think it's done. I think we're okay. Done. I think it's done. Uh, so yeah, everyone. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks, Tom, for going on this adventure of death. It was wonderful. Yeah, I feel, it, I feel like it was we fun. Came start out and managed our way through it. You came out the other side stronger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of fun. I had a really good time doing it. So. Yeah, that was that was super fun. We, we should do a, a more traditional episode next time and not yeah, definitely this long. Uh, so yeah, thanks everyone for making it all the way through these many episodes and, uh, you know, go, go rate the podcast on iTunes, please. And, and stuff. It helps. And, uh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at this might be a pod. Uh, Tom, you're on there at, uh, uh, help me out. Lazarus Fro- frozen underscore Lazarus. There you go. More about death. And then yeah. Email me. This might be a pod at Gmail. Uh, we're on Facebook, etc. And I think we'll call that a night. I am going to go curl up in the fetal position and die. So, uh, and walk along some darkened corridors and, and stub my <laughs> stub my toe on something on the way up to the bedroom so I don't wake up my wife, won't turn on any lights. <laughs> or wake the baby. Yeah. She, she sleeps like a champ, I'll tell you. That's yep. All righty. All right, man. Good night. Talk to you later. Create something!